what is feedback? You hear that feedback? You feel the feedback? Yeah. Why are you in the hospital? You're on. Thank you, Jordan. You're on. All right, thanks, Ken. Thank you for joining the uh, Superior Power in Black America show for tonight. Uh, we welcome all of our guests. Thank you again for uh, tuning in. Uh, we had a great show tonight. Our show is, uh, we're talking about relationships. So good evening, everyone. Welcome to our 25th show on the Superior Power of Black America with host Darrell D. and co-host Ms. Monique. I'm very excited about uh, our first topic today, Ms. Monique. As you know, we are discussing relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I can't think of anyone else I would rather discuss this with except my audience, because you and I have a for about 18 years. Therefore, we have a very exciting show. You'll see. I hear a lot of Can't hear you. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Hi. My name is Kenny Jones. I'm the engineer of the show. And Hi, Kenny. So we'd like to thank Queen Mother for Real Radio Productions. Could you tell them about that this show? And have a lot. Uh, we just need to thank her. Say again. It's a lot of echo. Okay. Hang that in. Okay. All right. We're ready. Okay. Come on, guys. Okay. Hello. Okay. We're, I'm sorry about that. Daryl was trying something new. Everybody. Okay. Um. Okay. So, all right. We're ready. Yeah. All right. So we just want to pick up with the honorable mentions. All right. Um, Keith is going to do the autumn. Okay. To all of our listeners, we invite everyone to call in and be a part of our hot topics and conversation. You're welcome to call in on 347 989 Again, be our guest and call 347-989-0180 and press 1 to add your voice to the conversation. We all have differences of opinions. Here's a place where you can express yours. All that we ask is that you stay on topic and be respectful. Our broadcast times are 7 to 8 p.m. Central Time on Thursday nights, 8 to 9 Eastern. Mark your calendar so that you may become a part of this dynamic broadcast. Tune in and listen. All right. So uh, I definitely want to apologize to all of our listeners for tonight. Uh, We tried a little something different. I was trying to increase the quality of our sound. And so I, we found out that it actually worked in the reverse, and we do apologize it threw us off. But I do want to introduce uh, every one of our uh, uh, hosts, co-hosts, and guests. I have Ms. Monique here, and I also have um, Keisha Thomas. Keisha Thomas is in the house, and we definitely want to talk about our first topic. Our first topic today is, what is the first topic, Ms. Monique? All right, so there are many different types of relationships. <laughs> With the different types comes different levels of affection or non-affection. What type of relationships do you have? Are they intimate relationships only? All other relationships are mere... mere or what mere, is this? Mere are, they, are these relationships intimate relationships only? Are there mere conveniences? Are they strictly platonic? Is there a dear friend to your heart and your, that you value and that your relationship is, is above all others? Do you have a special relationship with God? 
Well, you know what? Relationships come in different variations. They share. So if you'd like to share with us your relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, give us a call. So what are you trying to say? Yeah, well, let me just yeah. tell y'all, he wrote this, and it does not look right. You he was just in a hurry. You ain't flowing. You're supposed to read I can't flow so, that. So what she's talking about is our first topic is relationships. And it is about the good, the bad, the ugly. We want you to share your relationship with us. And so Keisha is going to read the second part of this. Tell me how we're talking about these relationships, Keisha. Well, I think, you know, what I would want to do is touch on, discuss one type, one particular type of relationship, and that would be uh, between a man and a woman. Okay. Primarily, you know, when two people are married with, you know, nothing in their way and they're living at their highest capacity of happiness and enjoyment and enjoying each other and, um, you know, making everything feel like it's their greatest, giving their greatest, they're all. Generally, that, you know, sounds good, right, oh, on the forefront. That sounds like a really good relationship. Yeah, uh, it does, you know. What else? To me, in my heart, I'm like all warm and fuzzy. <laughs> but um, I'm also, I'm talking about the type of relationship that is so loving Okay. That man and fun that you look up and eighteen years have passed, and I know you guys can definitely tell me that eighteen years flew by. We 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 could, but I think Monique may be engaged in something else. Are you uh, thinking about what are we talking about here? Yeah. I'm thinking about okay. it. I'm doing lesson plans. I'm thinking about it. Okay, well can you read this one right here? See now, if they knew that you weren't reading. Okay, so I'll okay, I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> All right, you know, so you know what, 18 years, it's a type of relationship that springs strong right from the gate. Uh, I'm talking about the relationship that's so loving and fun that they pass by and you don't even know it, those years. That's what I was asking you. Yeah, so, I was just asking us. Right, I was asking you. So I know you guys can, you know, really, really, really tell me about how time just flew. Not that I you had can't, it. You cannot. Hold on. 
She can. She can. Let me finish. Let me finish. But not that I don't Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me take you back. Don't do that. Off your 18 years a little bit because when you say that when you say that you look up and time has flown by, that I think that's like in every relationship, even with the good and the bad and the ugly. As as you stated earlier, um, I think time flies generally. And to piggyback off what Miss Monique said, she said, you know, she look up and this has happened and that has happened and lives have changed and things you've done and decisions you've made, all of that coincided with the time you spent, the love you had, the dislike you had. Because let let me be frank, you're not gonna like your partner all the dang on time. Yeah, it's just not gonna happen, okay? And anybody that tells you that, Uncle, is a bunch of boosumery. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, variation. You're talking clearly, I, and I clearly, say, and I can say you're right because you know what, Keisha. It's not that you don't like the person. It's just that yeah, you know that old saying. It's I mean, not it's, that you it's don't that love everything. Them. It's just that they get on your nerves. They just it's, they it's, say or do things that you just are like, oh God, please, really, yeah. It's not that you don't love them. It's just that right now I don't like you. You know, you heard that um, you fall in. I love with your mate all the damn time. Mm. Yeah. Mm, I don't like the way you Because in love is that intense like, oh my God, I just want to rock the boat with you every single day. I look that. at you and oh my God. But then the love, the love is the rather whatever, whatever what they did, whatever what they said, you know, you're always there, you know, you're consoling, confronting. I think I'd rather have that type of relationship. So it, can I, can I yeah, interject you, here? Yeah, you can interject. So, I, I, I hear what Monique is saying, and I hear what Keisha is saying. Uh, as a man, and as the only male here, I, and I need some help. If I got any listeners out there who want to help a man out, a brother out, uh, verify if I'm right or not. These ladies is talking about the times when they don't like their mate. Well, there are plenty of times when we men do not like our mate yeah. because they either going up or they going down. And we're trying to figure out, well, are you up or are you Where down tonight? Where did she go? Where did she go? <laughs> okay, so we don't hardly know. So, I mean, you guys are not the only ones that don't, you know, that, that be going through the thing. You go through that? Oh, you know what, me. Uncle B, I, Uncle Daryl, I totally wholeheartedly, I have to be a woman of who I am to thy own self be true. You're absolutely positively right because there are some times when I don't know which way I'm going. So if I don't know, I know you don't. We, how would we know? So here we are. We like, duh, okay, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's on the one end. And then on the other end, we have to say, duh, okay, honey. But guess what? Mm-hmm. Honey is on both sides of the spectrum. And we're trying to figure out where we are today. So when y'all talk about what y'all don't like, just understand what we have to go through. Now, we still love our women because we understand that and we're men. And that's a good that's a good point to make. Um, I yeah, I definitely can full wholeheartedly agree with you on that. You know, but I think one of the things that we have the problem with you <laughs> men, and I will speak on behalf of the woman's side because okay. I've been a woman all my life. Come on now, come on, bring it home. Um, <laughs> I think for me, and I know I speak on behalf of other women too, men get the small minds sometimes, and the consistency rolls out. I, a woman, is very secure in her relationship and or marriage with her mate when the consistency stays the same. And when I say consistency, I mean, I don't mean the, good morning, honey. Oh, is there anything I can do? Can I rub your feet, honey? No, I don't mean that. I mean to take the time to know exactly what it is I need before I ask you. Oh, wait. Monique, what is she saying? I need you to take the time to pay attention to know the things that I need before I ask you. <laughs> that means that you Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Uh, uh, what I heard as a man, what I just heard Why was, don't you ask uh, uh, read my mind. <laughs> Go no. ahead, Monique. I'll put it to you like Translate this. Translate that for me. <laughs> you better be baby face. Uh, you see, well, I'm missing it. See, and, and look, and what, if I got I mean, any I mean, male I mean, listeners I mean, out there, ring my phone. 
or I dealt with this for 20 years and, you know, I don't want to deal with it again. You know, those things are food for thought. A lot of times, you know, I mean, there should just, to me, if you're in a real relationship, there should be no secret. There shouldn't be anything there that, that, that stops you from letting that person know how you feel. Now, if you can't be transparent to that person, if you can't tell that person where you've been, where you're going, and how you feel about it, then that's not the person for you. But if it's a person that's for you and that person won't use the things that you've been through against you and won't use your previous relationships against you, then that's a real person. That's the person you want to be with. And um, just, to, just to piggyback on that and my niece's words, I have what they call the means test. And um, I know, Kenny, I know you know about the means test. It's called Will You Be There? If there was ever something that I needed, if something happened to me and I was I was ill beyond any type of wellness and I just needed you to be there for me and show me that you were there for me at the very last moments of my life, will you be there or will you be on the street with someone else? Well, if you're there, if you say you're going to be there and you mean it and I can see it in your eyes that you will be there for me, will you be there? That's important. A man can't lie about that. Neither can a woman. So, so, so to me, you know, it's a lot deeper than 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 just the 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 subcutaneous surface of it all. Just it's it's not that outer layer of skin. It's much deeper than that. If you can't let that person know where you are, how you feel, what you've been through, and what you don't want to go through then it's not a relationship. So the question, again, is do, so you, love, do, you, do you love, do you share equally in your relationships and the different ones that you've had? What did I just say? I just said, to me, that should be it. You take 90, I give 90, you, t- you keep 10. You give 90 and keep 10 for yourself. You were able to do that with other relationships? No, but what I'm telling you as far as sharing if that's what you're talking about, no matter what it is, no matter what aspect of your relationship it is, are you talking about sharing your previous thoughts? No. Sharing your previous experience? Are you talking about sharing? What are you talking about sharing? Uh, elaborate, uh, Keisha. What am I talking about when I say, did you share, have you shared what I'm equally saying, my question all was, of your relationships? Do you share equally of yourself, like your past, what you've been through, where you've gone, and with each person that you've been in a relationship with? Not unless what I said was, I do not. And, and I don't I think do I do either. I, I think, do not. I think, that I, I, I think that I experienced things with you, Monique, that I didn't get a chance to experience with my person. Well, I'm just saying, I'm not saying to do it with everybody. I'm saying you know if that's your person, if they're worthy. If you know that person is worthy of knowing that type of information, then, yeah, I mean, if you trust that person with your life or with your love, So, yeah. no, you didn't share equally. No, I, I mean, but when you say equally, I mean, there's no no relationship is equal. My relationship with any man that I've had is not equal to the relationship of the other. Right. Okay. None of them. Okay. I, no. I agree with that. And that's what you said. Absolutely. I'm, I'm okay. not, I won't share everything. So, what about that friendship? Is it... it have you experienced where you had a friend and you put that relationship above all other relationships? I have. You had a, 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 a friend. I now, you're not friend. talking about intimate. I have a friend that, that I wasn't intimate with. I mean, that I, oh, God. I have a best friend that was a man. And that man was not put above anything because the men that I was with would not allow that man to be put before them. Um. And I, I never really even tried, so I can honestly say no, because at some point in my life, that man had the opportunity to be the man, and he did. So he didn't deserve that. So no, my so best I friend. Have, I have my a best friend. friend you had a best. You have I a have best friend. I have a best friend. You have your best friend relationship above all of there have been times that I have placed that friendship above other levels. And it is strictly platonic. Absolutely. Strictly platonic. Strictly platonic. Nothing has never happened between us. We've been friends since I was 14 years old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm 38 years old. All right. So 
Um, we've been through some very good times in our life, some very bad times in our life, but at different times. So you know how it works out? I'm up, and he's not too good, mm-hmm. so I'm giving him the um, the strength, mm-hmm. the go-ahead, the come on, dig it out, stick it out. It's great. I'm telling you, I can see it. The light is beautiful. You know, then he's that. had some great times. And my my downtime that I'm trying to get out the Vidoc and I can see the darkness, but I don't see the light yet. And he's telling me, come on, stick it out, stick it out. You got it. I'm telling you, man, it's shining out here. Can't wait till you get out here. And I think that speaks um, value for a relationship when you're strictly friends. And I know that if I gave him the least bit to the max amount of information, he's not going to utilize it, and it's wrong against, you. against me. He's going to help me capitalize on what it is. I don't know, fill me in on what I don't know, help me use what I do know, and put it together, and it would be one less pity party. And so that's one. That's a friendship that you would hold above all other I have, relationships. but I have held it over other relationships, I'm not sure if I will hold it above all, well, but yeah. it, I have held it above. Above some. Above some. Okay. okay. All right. I can, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. So the uh, the type of relationship that we're really talking about here, Monique, I think you might be able to help me out with this. Uh, a relationship that, uh, you know, is so loving and so much fun that 18 years just go by, and you, you you look up and you think, well, where did that time go? But I had a great time, but geez, where did it go? So can you can you talk to me about that relationship? Yeah, I, I can talk to you about it, but what do you want to know about it? There's so many aspects of the relationship. I mean, I can tell you this. Um, Have you ever had a relationship like that? Where you was in uh, a, a loving relationship that was that was so much fun, you didn't even notice the time going by. Have, have you had a relationship like that? This is a trick question. Okay, now it will be for my, you if you don't answer it right. <laughs> your ass go. Excuse me, y'all. I, I know my, this is my, not my, syndicated. My husband, uh, my relationship with you. Yes, yeah, it was a lot of fun in the beginning. Now they to differ. In the beginning. <laughs> no, so, so, so we've been together for 18 years. Oh, God. And we have. I, I think Auntie has dug herself a hole. <laughs> and she always I think do. She's just laying. She always do. Okay. And you know what I do, Keisha? I'm because. Give me, right. give me um, one of them. 
Well, I talk about you. I'll, um, oh, no. I'll give you one listen. or two or three or four. <laughs> one or two but, or three or four. Huh? But it depends on who you ask. So I'm on, So you're asking me, okay. and I'm going to go on one on, bad you. relationship. Okay. Um, give first, us a bad relationship, what you consider bad. What is a bad relationship? Um, disconnect. Um, Does it go on for years? No, oh, it can. Lying. Um, lying. No, no, no compassion. Dishonesty. That's right. No compassion. No empathy. Um, selfishness. About uh, inconsideration. About in, inconsideration is my number one true pet peeve. Um, and I can speak on this personally. Inconsideration is the most underlining stream of BS that you can ever, 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 like, downplay. Most people don't say that they need you to be considerate. It, are we talking shivery? Mm-mm. No, no we're talking about that considerate. Meaning, so I you think about it, your dog off so, so considerate. Oh, okay. Are you? Oh, so, I brought so, myself something to eat. Well, I didn't just bring me. I brought you, too. Oh, that's consideration. That's consideration. Oh, you know. Inconsiderate. What's inconsiderate? We bought our cars together, and my tag in my window needs to be replaced. But I want to do considerate things, and that's a pet peeve of mine. And I think um, maybe they skipped that class for guys. Uh, Most women are considerate. I won't say all. I'll just tell you like this. And guys. I don't think maybe 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 we can start with the nurturing. You know, we're mothers. You know, we're we're nurturers. Maybe we get a head start. You know? What do you think, Bonnie? Did you think that it's in the nurturing, or is it is it does a no, man supposed to develop? No, I want to answer the question about bad relationships. Okay, well give me, give me something. Give me something that that I can sink my teeth into. No, bad no, no, relationship. No. I, I, you know what? I talk about pet peeves. I think my pet peeves. Mm-mm. I want to know about your bad relationship. Bad relationships is lying, 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 lying. You got a family. Women lie. Women lie, and women are inconsiderate too. I didn't say that, like Kenneth. <laughs> I thought you weren't talking today. <laughs> anyway, yeah. like I was saying, last. What you mean, man? I, I, I've been I, trying I, to hold it down, bro. Man, I'm talking about. Been with a man for seven years, and and him no even going as far as opening bank accounts with you, getting insurance with you, coming all the way to your duty post in Italy to see you, thinking you're the only one, and the next thing you know, you come home from active duty, get out the military, you find out that fool's been married for the eight years that y'all been seven years into. That's our first one. We didn't. We didn't. We, okay. We, 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 but I, I don't like dishonesty, and I'm being real. Okay. I have a problem with lying-ass men. I also have a problem with women. Women are too. That women have the same characteristics just like men. Women, women are, are very dishonest after they've been dogs. Huh? I can't, I can't, I can't buy into that, Monique. And you said that. I, I think women are dishonest, period. Yeah. I think there are some that women that are dishonest, too. too. I do. Sorry. Monique, I do. I have to agree with you. I have some friends. I think I'm they like, come in the uh, being dishonest. Can yes, they do. What? Come in the gate being dishonest. They have an agenda. They know what they want. I and if they don't, if, if they can't manipulate you, they'll fail on you. There's a man that told me that he was only going to send a picture to my address. That's called manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, Ken, we know what that's all about. Again, you know says we man, know what that's all about. Says a man, Kenneth, says a man who asked me, knew I was working, knew I was busy, asked me for my address so he could send me a picture and ended up walking up to my front door. Uh, that was a lie. That's called playerism. That's See, called you get that all mixed up. Don't even try it. Tisha, what you think? I just want um, to throw the statistics out. Can I throw the statistics out? 7%, 70% of African-American women will have married twice. Seventy. We'll have what? Married twice. Married twice. I only been married once. I think seventy percent. Seventy seven percent. Oh wow. Seven married, Absolutely. Seven, seven, I can tell you this. Seven. This female ain't gonna get married no more. Probably because he's gonna bury me somewhere. <laughs> 
of a percent. I talk huh? about the I talk about the totality of African American women. Seventy yeah. percent of the women that marry will be married twice. Okay, so I mean, what what significance is that, though, Kenny? The significant is that there are some difficulties in today's societies with relationship and marriages between uh, black men and black women. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. Because, um, you know, while we're talking about you guys 18 years, that's, that's great, but there's a disconnect with relationships between the African-American men and women. But on a whole, that yeah. is statistically true. There was an article in the New York Times, I think in the 90s, late 90s, and and the question, uh, well, the article, uh, the name of the article uh, was, is there a war between the black man and the black woman? The war between the black men and the black woman? Yeah, at that time. Yeah, at that time. Okay. And, and, and is it still going on? Kenny, are you in a um, war with African-American uh, woman right now? Huh? <laughs> Are we having a long-lasting relationship? Are we uh, benefiting from each other? Are we progressing with each other? Are we trying to establish? Because let's let's look at our community. There are a lot of single-parent families in our communities with the absenteeism of the man. All that ties in with the relationship between the black man and the black woman. Because if the relationship between the black man and the black woman, the family, there's, there's a dysfunction in that family. If right. there's difficulties in the two. So, it, uh, so, huh? I think it's a part of repetition. Okay, so, okay, so this is the deal. Black women... Right now, 2014, among non-Hispanic African Americans aged 15 and up, black marriage in 2014, 86% who black women marry. No, that's just who they marry. Go ahead. I'm, I'm just okay. All right, so, Kenny, what you're talking about, though, man, is you getting into a, 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 a realm where it opens up the door to a whole other discussion because uh, I, I, I feel like, the absence of the African American male is has been a setup from for for years, especially from the Clinton administration when he called for a war on drugs. Now we always had problems, but when he called this war on drugs, that locked up uh, man a good portion, maybe thirty or forty percent of the black male, and so okay, that took go. the male out of the household, and it left the female. Head of the household. Well, what about but, those men that's walking the street, not in jail, and they walking about these homes because they don't want to be bothered? What about those men? There's another 20% of them. Okay, so here we yeah. go. The, the percentages of black women who are married and who have never been married are almost the exact opposite of those percentages for all women in America. Mm-hmm. Although 48% of black women have never been married, 40, 46% of all women are currently married. Only 26% of black women are currently married, mm. while only 30% of all women in America have never been married. Mm. Black women are also less likely to be separated from their spouses at 5% compared to all women at 9%. Now that's but are that's much that's more likely to be divorced at 13% compared to 3%. So so black women are more likely to be divorced? Uh-huh. But less likely yeah. to be separated. Now, so, okay, we can't. So we can divorce. We can't, but I'm not we can't be married, right. but we still have a relationship. We had households by 29%. And that's the problem. We 71% in the labor force. That's the problem. It's only 10% of us unemployed. That's the problem. Okay, that's it and right it's, there. And it's, it's only 29% of us and below the poverty You level. guys have to look at the big picture, though. That's because of a historical, systemic problem that has been created. And, and uh, it's a man-made problem. It was the lynching, if you will, economic lynching of the black male. 
took him out of the house, divided the household, and now the male can't come back in because, well, he can't, he ain't making no money, he don't have no stability, you know, he's not giving that security that you say you're one, you're one of three uh, devices is, you know. So if the male is not providing that, then of course he's not going to be welcome. Moni? You know what, we were talking about percentages and, and I thought we were talking about love. But I can honestly tell you, we are back, back to love. love, there is a thing as love is there. That's the one I want to talk about. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to tell, tell you, you never know. You never know who you're going to fall in love with. It's never that person that you thought or that type of person that you thought that you would fall in love with if it's true love. That's true. You I just agree. you just never think. You know, I, you, I never thought I'd marry a man that was 12 years older than me. Yeah. I never thought that. That's not something not that I would have done. See, that's not me, y'all. She's talking about some other guy. Yeah, really? I'm talking about another man. Yeah, my, my, my second husband. Your third. <laughs> anyway, what I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, it, it is true. You know, there are two songs that were made, one by Luther Vandross, Wait for Love, and then there was another one by The Whispers, Love is Where You Find It. Those two songs have so much truth to them, and nobody listens. They listen to, the, you know, the, the, the beat, they listen to the melody, but they don't listen to those words, you know. I'm guilty of that. You know, and, and it's, I mean, you know what, even, even, even um, was, it, was it Roy Ayers that did Rhyme or Reason? I believe. Yeah, I'm, I'm sometimes sure. love has no rhyme, has no reason. You know, you just never know. You but know? love is where you find it. It don't always be in the intimate relationship that you have. You know, you wonder why you talk to some people and they're like, oh, I'm not married, I'm not in a relationship right now, I'm fine. You know, they they have love for the people and the relationships that they're in. It's just the sufficeness. First of all, one thing we have not said all night, and this is extremely important, and this is the the, the huge disconnect that people don't follow. Okay. You got to love yourself. See. You say people say that they love themselves. You have to love yourself enough. And I used to say, well, I do love myself enough. I take care of myself. I do this. I do that. I do this. And et cetera, and et cetera. But Keisha, a lot of people don't know how to love that self. That is what You're that, right. that's what a it is. A lot of people don't know how to love that self. If you don't know that how to love that self, like somebody else. You know, Keisha, when I was coming up, my grandmother used to always say something that I thought was so unfair. But she used to say, and I, I used to say that this just can't possibly be true. But she would say, you always got to find somebody that loves you more than you love them. And I used to be like, why is that? The part that she didn't tell me is love happens, love comes. If you do love someone that loves you more than you love them, you're capable of loving them just as much as they love you. I mean, it, it never happens where you love that person equally. I mean, Daryl could have loved me the first time he saw me. I could have loved him the moment I heard him on the phone. Neither one, neither one of us would have known. You know, we still don't know when it happened. I mean, I've asked him plenty of times, when did you realize you loved me? You know, and he'll give me some old, I knew right away, you know. But I don't know that. It could have taken him a year, <laughs> you know. But the bottom line is, we only know. And you know what? We do love ourselves. Let me tell you why we love ourselves. Enough. We love our, no, we, we love ourselves enough. I'm going to tell you why we love ourselves enough. Self-preservation. There is no way in this world that you're going to jump out in front of a car, a moving car. There's no way in this world that you're going to step in front of a bullet. A lot of people, and there are some people that don't love themselves enough for this, but if you can't put a gun to your head, you got love for yourself. I agree with that, but you but know. but but here's here's what where I have a sort of a disagreement with that. It's because yes, you have to love yourself in order to love anyone else. 
But the type of love that I'm talking about is when you put someone else before you. Absolutely. When you are always saying, what's better for someone else? So, <clears throat> case in point, How could you my, wife, my wife is always, always doing something really nice for me. And I'm always wondering, you know, what I could do for her, but I, come, I sometimes I come up with a blank unless it's a special oh. occasion. She never does that. She she comes up with something all the time that that takes me by surprise. Now I used to do that when I first met her, uh, and I think I still do it because I I always put our business first, but I don't put her first, and that is what I have. I used it. to tell him. I used to tell him when we first got together. Now you you got to keep doing this because you got to keep doing what you did to get me in order to keep me, and. I don't really think he listens. You know, I don't know if he listens, but I'll tell you this. Yeah, he puts our business first, but I do remind him that he has to put other things first. And he does it. He he does it with a little bit of coaxing, but, you know, he's a guy. And as a man, I feel like, first, let's take care of this. I need a solid foundation. I need you to be secure. You know what's funny, And I need you to have some, you know, know that I'm not. Before I met you, I was secure in me. You know, I have my own. I have my own home. I mean, you know, you know, I have my own vehicle. I have my own job. I have my own everything. So, regardless of of that, I mean, I know that it's just. So, job what didn't you have when when you met him? Since you had all of those things. Sanity. <laughs> it's true. I didn't have sanity. I had some stuff going on. I didn't have no sanity. Okay. I had people living in my house. My mama and them. You know how it goes. But anyway. Uh, I didn't have sanity, but he brought that. Okay. He was my superman. He's the person that came into my house and he kicked everybody out and, you know, made life, made my life right. You know, he did what I couldn't do. So with your job, your house, and everything. I still needed. I still needed. I still needed love. But, but I'm just saying, right. as far as maintaining, I could maintain. I could still hold my own. But. You know, I just need and and like any woman. I mean, maybe not any woman, but with me. You know, I like attention to a certain degree now that I'm older, but I, I like consistency. I need consistency. I, need I consistency. will second hand that on you, Monique. I need you to just be the same. You know, as a as as a real man, and I I think Kenny can attest to this. As a real man, when you put your woman first, the first thing that you think about <clears throat> is her security. Is she going to be okay? Does she have a, a car if she needs one? Does she have money in the bank if she needs it? Does, does she have money in her purse Ge- every day? That's the right. I mean, right. That's, that's, but you know what? That's tangible. It well, is. Why don't you tell them the theory about 90-10? Okay. I mean, you're like the biggest advocate of that. Okay. And you ain't mentioned it. I mentioned it briefly, but you ain't mentioned it not one time. Okay. So what Monique is talking about is I came up, we came, I came up with a theory. Uh, 18 years ago, and I told her, I said, well, uh, in my mind, if we're going to have, if we're going to be together, then we need to have a, you know, we need to have a, uh, a, an objective. a plan. An objective. An objective. And so, in my mind, it was, if I give you 90% of me every day, I give you 90%, and I keep 10% for myself, just in case something happened, I can still bounce back. And you give me 90% of you every day, and you keep 10% for yourself, every single day we will have 100% in our relationship. How can you trust that they'll give, that you guys will that's give the 90 when it's yeah. time, though? We've been doing it for 18 years. You just got to do it. But how, 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 how do you know that somebody will be on that stage? Because, because, never because know. you know what, right. what But they have to I be mean. there in order to be proven. But you know what? You know what you know you know. I'm going to put a little bit of our business out there, 90-10. When I first met Daryl, we established that and everything. We we weren't, you know, we were, just, we were just dating. But he was going through something with his license, and I trusted, and I, and I had been through some things, but I trusted, and I knew that he needed me. This is after she told me my first pet peeve is I don't get no nigga no money. Excuse my expression. <laughs> And it meant so, no man, no money. So, so I, I went to the bank, and, and I, I gave him my mortgage payment. And I said, here, go get your license right now. Well, in turn, 
down the line. Well, I said immediately. Imme- you will never. You will never. Right, but you will not, never I'm not saying how far down the line. I never regretted it because I needed to eventually sell my house, but we lived in our home a long time, and he immediately began had already started actually prior to me giving him you know the money to help him he had already started digging out the wall in my bathroom and you know i came home from work one day and he said if this was my house i'd tear down this wall and i was like well this ain't your house he sends me to the store with three hundred dollars to go get groceries i come back and i don't have a wall in between my dining room and my kitchen you know but he remodeled my entire house he put a deck on the back he he made sure that I didn't want for anything. He took care of business. You know, he was a real man. And then with me, you know, when he needed something, if he needed anything, we, we needed a vehicle. And the first thing I said was, okay, well, here, I, I paid a down payment on the vehicle. And so I paid, it was like 90-10. It was just so freaking automatic. It was 90-10. So monetarily, that was one thing. And then he was needing something emotionally and I was needing something emotionally. I needed my own personal superhero, and he needed the the woman of what he calls his the dream. The damsel in distress. His, his tender woman. I needed, I needed her, someone that <laughs> I could help, someone that I could make a difference in her life. Absolutely. And so, and so, what, so we just, that was our, our 90-10. The thing about it was we became best friends in the process. And you never know if that's going to happen like you were asking, Keisha. You never know that that's going to happen. No, you but will you recognize? And you know what? We do stand the test of time. And at the end of that, that, that little sheet that he has, because we're running out of time here, mm-hmm. we stand the test of time because both families have been against us for 18 years, against our marriage. But we, we our, our marriage has stood the test of time, and it continues to do so because we got this one saying, don't nobody take offense to this, not the present company included, but we do what? We, we put everybody we put else out. out. <laughs> we, we, we don't let out. people, like Mark, we don't let people come between our relationship, <laughs> yeah. and that is family. Because family right. have, have a way of uh, just drawing they from do. you. Yeah. You know? And, and, and eventually friend, family. just severs a relationship that could both, be great. And it's both sides. It's not just one. It's both sides. And so what we do is we just start calculating and just, you know, dismissing folks. Because we love you, but at the end of the day. You can't, you can't, break, you can't come in between our relationship. Right. I told my, now I have to say this. I told my son, because this lady allowed me to come into her house and stay with her for a while. And then my son had a problem, and I let him come and stay with me. Now, I was staying with somebody else. So he comes and stays with me, and then he makes a total, he embarrasses me to no end. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. How can you, you know this is not my place. How can you embarrass me like that? I didn't even know. I didn't know what he was talking about. Because me and my son, we have a relationship. We understand each other. We're mentally connected. So he understood what I was saying. But he didn't, he never never corrected that. Mm -hmm. And so it got to the point where I had to say to my son, you are not messing up my good thing. You. Got to go. Have to go. My brother, my own oldest brother, I brought him into my house, I, into Monique's house. We was, we was, I had bought it by that time. And, but we were still, you know, very intimate. And so he comes in and he brings this cloud and it starts putting a wedge between my wife and myself. And I said, well, I need to help you get your own place. And he was like, no, I want to stay here. <laughs> but you know what? No. But you know what? You we, but we were together. We, we were together. Decisive. I See, and the thing about it is what, what he's not saying is half of the stuff I really didn't know about. Right. I, he knew, and he really didn't share with me because he was right. too embarrassed. But when he said, okay, I got to do this, I was able to say, hey, my cousin you know, knows of a place, and here, here's for your brother, just like you're doing for my brother right now. That's, you know, and, and the thing about it is we got to, we, you know, as long as we stay together and we stay strong with one another, nothing can come in between that. And we gotta, we got to keep it real. we got to keep it strong. We love each other. And that's what people have to do. you got to stay focused on the big picture. And the big picture is loving one another.
one another. Before I, I turn this over to Keisha, I just want to say this one thing. You cannot help your family member if, if you your relationship mm-hmm. with your wife is shaky or anything is going on between you two. Because any little thing comes into the picture can destroy that. So yeah, you have to have me, a strong foundation in order to, you know, help your, help anybody else. Now, I want to say one thing before we get off. All and right. I, I'm not biting, but I, I've been telling my family this for the past week. I have met the most sensational woman who is so focused and so driven and such a good heart, such a good egg. That's what I call her. You know, a wonderful person inside and out, and she's real. I love her, and I want y'all to know she is the best Freeman, and her name is Keisha Thomas, or Keisha Freeman Thomas. <laughs> I love you. Oh, Auntie, I love you as well. Thank you. So Keisha is going to take that. us home, y'all. I know it got a little intimate and a little, 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 little wet there, but jeez. Keisha, take us home, baby. Tell us what this show is all about. Why we here. Man, I, I got it really. This is the most important part. All right. Bring it home part. for us. Yeah, so, uh, guys, the foundation of this show is based on the book, um, The Sup- Superior Power in Black America, written by Daryl D. Freeman. Thank you. Yes, yes, many graves. Um, There are three major points that this book discusses. They are self-help, self-sufficiency, the fact that the black community has the ability to eliminate resources, such as food stamps, general assistance, and government handouts. That's right. Man, that's important. Um, guys, also, this book also discusses the need for unity, uh, self-love, and pride in our black culture. We must study African-American history in order to draw from the power within our own heritage. We already got that, y'all. Mm. Absolutely. You know, um, also gaining knowledge of the importance of what our productivity and spending uh, contributes to our economy. The only way of controlling our wealth is by becoming informed, informed of how and where we spend our money. Um, Our wealth must benefit us. That's the only way. What did your mother say? You got to hit them well. In, the in their pockets. This book has also developed into a movement called T-Speeba. Guys, and T-Speeba, I'm not just saying it because I'm biased. You have got, you have got to research. Uh, this book is where black people can join and learn how to build wealth in unity. It's classic, man. It's just classic. T-Speeba. It is the acronyms for the superior power in black America. Started out as a book. Now it is it is now a movement. So guess what, y'all? If you spend one point one trillion dollars, you should be living at least like a wealthy supervisor or manager. Absolutely. You don't have to ask for anything when you're spending one point one trillion dollars. You you own everything. They don't know they're spending that. Oh, but do the research. That's why I said, T. Spieber, guys, you must. And I'm, I mean, I cannot say this enough. And not because I'm biased, because that's my uncle, and I've loved him for 38 years. That has nothing to do with it. But you must research. You must research. And you know what? You can get the book at lulu.com. You can uh, check us out at Landau's Move, Life with Landau, at blogspot.com. You can also uh, reach us on Facebook at The Superior Power in Black America. You can also tweet with Landau, at Landau Smooth, on Twitter. Uh, but make sure that you get that book. You can read about 58 pages on Google Books. It's I hate that good, part. guys. Yes. It's good. Yes. 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 So, as we close, uh, don't forget, join us again next week uh, on Thursday nights. It is between 7 and 8 uh, p.m. Central Time, 8 to 9 p.m. on Eastern and we try to reach out to everybody. Listen, if you guys are listening out there, definitely call in 347-989-0180. Press 1 to get into the queue. We'd love to answer questions. All right? All right. So thank everybody. Keisha, good night, and thank good night, you again guys. for joining us on this show. Monique, 
What we gonna do? I gotta do some doggone lesson plans. <laughs> Kenny, where's my music at? I'm trying to hear some music. It is eight o'clock, you guys. Good night. <laughs> 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 he got it. He got it. Good night. He was a G.